Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Deep Day Podcast. Today we're going to be doing conspiracy theories. But before we start, I just want to give a huge shout out and thank you to everyone who's supported us on our previous episode. We smashed 200 listens, something that none of us had really expected. So thank you to to everyone who listens and to everyone listening right now. Huge help. Thank you. Right. Back to today's topic, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We have a special guest today. I'm going to introduce him after I've introduced the rest of the cast. So, Alex. Oh shit, hello. <laughs> half, a second, half a century later. Um, gosh. Hi guys. And Headley. Hi people. And our special guest today is is Ben. So Ben, um, please do introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ben. Right. Whoa, let's go, Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to bring the energy, guys. Come on. Um, I think that. Right. Should we first say both the conspiracy theories, or should I just start with mine? No. You start with yours. You start with yours, Phil. Right. So, after some some research i stumbled across what was called the hat man right so it's it's an interesting conspiracy theory because it's not so much a conspiracy theory as such right it's it's more like i don't know it's like an entity like a Mystery? paranormal yeah it's like a paranormal entity that yeah. appears right and Ooh. the the research that i that i found on the internet is that he was reported all over the world and the earliest report was in 2010 now that's what oh so it's a recent thing yeah so so it's not like oh, that's interesting mystery it's, it's quite quite a recent thing and, and and the fact that it's all over the world is like a it's not just one person getting it and putting it into someone else's head and so on it's mm. uh that's yeah, really that's interesting true. the fact that they've experienced the same thing all around the world that's awesome yeah well not awesome but that's creepy mate yeah Um, so just a little bit of background on him right he wears a a black hat and a trench coat right and that's all that people really see does he wear shoes well I I don't know Um, because I I think it would be more creepy if he wasn't wearing shoes where Especially if he mean, stands in the corner of your where, room without shoes on, that's kind of weird. Wait, does that mean he has like only a trench coat on, so he's got nothing on <laughs> underneath? What the hell? Next podcast: How big is penis? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then this is where Ben comes in because Ben has actually had an interaction with the with his man. penis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's for Ben to, to tell us because um, Ben 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 posted on, on social media these like drawings of the hat man and was frantically oh, wow. can you asking... do we have the drawings can we see them oh shit okay um, yeah I can I can post them can you send them because into... I think that would just be really good as a visual yeah so if you type in hat man into google you can you can see him and I'll put him in the oh, well, this is going to scare the shit I'll, out of me I'll, 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 I'll have a nightmare tonight Upload into our Instagram. Yeah, we can. Do no, that. no, no! Don't. That, you're gonna terrify a small child. 
<laughs> right. So, um, back to what I was saying. So, Ben, um, could you give us a little bit more about your interaction with the Hatman and how he came to you? Because I've got some accounts on the internet from people. I've, I've, I've seen some interviews whilst doing my research. So I, I wanted to do like yeah. a and a sort of you compare your story to, to other people's stories. Okay, yeah, of course. So uh, I was just at home in my living room. And uh, it wasn't too late. It was probably like 7 o'clock. And I was just um, on, on the sofa. And I was, look, um, I was getting up to go to the kitchen. And uh, like I saw something move in like, the corner of my eye. And I, I turned to face the doorway that goes into my kitchen, and like I, like, I see, like, really quickly, and like just appeared out of nowhere, like, a man in a hat, like what, like a very tall figure. Yeah. Um, a man in a hat and trench coat. Well, it could be, it could have been a woman, but um, I'm just saying, man. Uh, you don't but, discriminate. Like, it, it was, he was so dark, like, completely featureless. All I could see was a hat and, like, obvious, an obvious, like, coat sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like, so, so featureless and plain, like, just completely, like, black, like, darker than the night. And, like, as soon as I, like, locked eyes with it, like, everything kind of around me kind of just turned, like, dark and, like, not nice. Like, I... I just had a really horrible feeling inside myself. And, like, I sprung out of my seat almost, like, instantly. Yeah. And then as soon as I, my mum shouted at me, like, like from upstairs, I don't remember what, then it, he just disappeared and everything went back to normal. But it was, uh, it was so horrible. Like, I just... Oh, my. I just couldn't really... That's, that's insane. I, know, I that's thought I was going crazy. crazy. I thought I was actually going crazy. And then I googled it, and there was a bunch of other people that had seen it, but there's no explanation. That is that's insane. That's chilling. That's like, that's demental yeah. vibes from Harry Potter. That's like proper scary. So were you awake? Did you, like, this wasn't like sleeping. This was like, no, no. Around. Oh, I, was, I, I, I thought, the way Phil explained it, I thought it was like, he was like, because I thought then it was just be like a sleep paralysis thing, but the fact that it was while you're awake is. Like, yeah, really yeah. scary. Online it said sleep paralysis, but I've had sleep paralysis before, and you can't actually move, like, while you're no, in sleep yeah. paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jumped up out of my seat straight away, and I could see this thing for, like, a solid five seconds. Because right. I, I saw an interview um, online whilst researching this topic in particular, and the guy that was being interviewed and was telling his story was that the same entity appeared right well he was sitting at his his dining room and then it it seemed to like charge at him and he fell out of his chair but it, it oh. couldn't physically hurt him oh i'm actually getting goosebumps oh. yeah, yeah no this is yeah this is mad so my, is my this is, also raised right now is um is this figure <laughs> always found inside then i, I don't ben, know ben ben said he saw him inside Phil's just said the guy was at a dining room. I didn't. I thought you were going to say that you saw him outside, but you lot have all said that he's inside. So that's a bit weird, like just how he gets in your house in the first place. See, and that leads me on to my next point, 
when when reading up about it, he seems to be able to interact with the physical world. Like he can open doors. He can. Like, oh no! Nah, just like, no! Absolutely no! 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 Absolutely not! Right. <laughs> one woman experienced him and his presence during sleep paralysis. She was paralyzed, and then he opened her closet door and walked out. And just stood at the edge of her bed, looming oh, over her, and, and she God, couldn't move. She, she was scared. Well, like, so, like you said, he can open cupboards. Cupboard, you said you can open open cupboard doors. Yeah, like like he can interact. Maybe that's where all my Tupperware lids go. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry. So to clarify, that means that he can interact with physical things. However. He does not have the ability to interact with humans, considering... Well, as we know, it might be a thing where he hasn't decided to, or, or, or we don't know of the people he has. Right. And... Uh, for, for all we know, it could be a thing where it's a one-touch kill, but, like, the people who he happened to, we've never, have never been heard from. Mainly because they're dead, probably, but... Another thing, another thing. Ben, did you say you sprung up out of your seat or sofa? Yeah, yeah. And, Phil, you said the guy at the dining room table also sprung up out of his seat. Well, he, he, he was sort of, like, pushed out of his chair by this thing. Like, it, it charged yeah. at him, and then he he sort of, like, fell, stumbled out of his chair. So it's sort of falls. Ben, did you feel any sort of falls, or did you just spring up out of, like, shock? Um, I didn't feel a force, but I really felt like a... Just a really bad sort of energy, yeah. like uh, like, like the life being sucked out of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I thought wow, I was going to die at that moment. I thought like right. God oh, well. was telling me like I'm a bad person and I'm going to die. So when um, first say, of all, I just want to say that's insane and like you're so brave to be able to talk about that. I just want to say well yeah. done to you for that. So, that's like I, I would never be the same again after that. When people say staring death in the face, you literally thought it was death as a human figure. Coming for you. Wait, wait, yeah, like, uh, it was a Grim Reaper. Yeah, Grim Reaper, yeah. Alright, yeah. I, I, I have a question for you, alright? Because uh, sometimes when humans experience bad, like, moments, they get the instinctive fight or flee, you know? Your survival instincts yeah. tell you to either fight or flee. But w w was it like... Uh, how did you feel? Did you just feel that you couldn't do either? Like you didn't want to fight or didn't want to flee? You just couldn't do anything? Honestly, like, uh, I was so shocked. Like, when I, as soon as I sprung up out of my seat, like, I kind of just, like, looked at it. And it kind of, like, I don't know, it didn't rapidly move closer, but it sort of, like, floated like drifted towards me like it was getting blown in the wind or something oh wow and uh i don't know i kind of just i froze like staring at it and then when my mum shouted it just vanished like everything went back to normal so is it just once you've you experienced it yeah yeah just once just one. and out of interest phil have you from the ones you told was there anyone who'd experienced it multiple times or was it all kind of a one-time thing Yes, no, no, it, it was um, an interaction. It was this older lady who who had been interviewed about this. Um, so she had she had been sleeping and then she woke up and she felt like a really evil presence around her in, in her bedroom. And when she looked up, she saw a 
bunch of like these dark shadowy figures standing around her bed with the hat man standing in the corner looking over all of them and when she put her blanket over her head like to, to hide from them and she put it back down again the hat man was standing next to her looking oh. like right at her and she described mm. his eyes as red slit eyes like cats have like cats yeah yeah and she screamed and then her family like all ran into her bedroom because um they thought that she was murdered or she was getting murdered but when they so, all came none of them were there and that happened again like wait, she what? didn't see the hat man but she saw the shadow entities again later on like a month down the line from that incident she saw yeah. it again Wait, I'm, so doing, I'm trying to do a bit of research as we speak now, and I'm seeing a lot about these shadow people where it's more like he's like the the main guy, and then they also just see like yeah, ominous Phil. shadows, kind of. Phil, so you you're saying that the um, this old lady experienced it more than once, right? Mm. Then one conspiracy could be that that is like it it could be kind of like you know death. But, and considering she was old and experienced it more than one time, it could be that death tried to come for her, for her more than once. And like, I think especially some... the fact that she's old might be like a thing with that, like, yeah, but that it was death coming like for her. Ben experiences as well, and there was an interview with a girl who was 13. She was the one who spoke about the, the cupboard door opening and, it, <laughs> and the hat man coming out of it, right? Yeah. A 13-year-old... I, I think has a has a less chance of dying than than like well, he, an yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah that's the thing a, anyone has a chance of dying though right like mm. it could happen to us and the thing I think I think what's really interesting about what Ben said is that he's the thing that broke it from was his mum calling him and it's kind of like it took really an outside interference it was like he, he correct me if I'm wrong here but do you kind of feel powerless Ben yeah. like did you so yeah. it's kind of like like worse comes to worse what happens if you know, there isn't someone to interfere. All right, that might have be the a, kind of thing. I, I, yeah. I, I have a, um, a first a question for Phil, all right? Did anyone, like, come to help the 13-year-old girl? Or did anyone, like, interrupt anything? No. No, no. no. Okay, so, okay, so no one interrupted anything, all right? Uh, but that seems kind of... I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but... Uh, if she, if it isn't interrupted, could that mean that he just lost interest? It, it could be, right? And one of the theories which I stumbled across by, by pure chance is that the, the hat man and shadow people might even be linked to the djinn out of the Eastern mythology, right? Djinn... In, in in the lamps and stuff like that, right? Is that is that the one where they believe like you have to have your room in a certain way to like block it off? Honestly, I, I don't they, read they, too much into it. I might be thinking a different one, but there is like there is a mythology like that where it's like you have to have your room in a certain way to where you're always facing a door or something like that. You have to have something yeah. in the way of you in the door if you're not facing your, it. It's like your bed. Has you can never just have your door. back in the door. That's so they raise their entire houses to be like. Yeah, because it is actually a tradition. Like, uh, there is not often you go into a house or into a room and, like, the head of the bed 
is not facing towards the wall where the door is. Maybe, like, all right, this may be a bit of a stretch, but maybe it is. It could be kind of like a subconscious thing that just happened, you know? Because if 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 the Hatman is still real, maybe people in the past as well, like long, long ago, has experienced it and has then experienced that having your bed towards the door help towards shit like this. And it's become you know, I, a I, tradition. I'm kind of in the mindset where, say like with, with the Hatman, if the Hatman exists, then I think he, I, I, I don't see a way in a world in which he's the only one. But I feel like if you, yeah, if if the Hatman exists, the chances are everyone else who has experiences with other beings who might not be like the Hatman, you would have to think that they also exist. So yeah. it's like a, yeah, I think where all of, all of these stories, while they may not be the same description, like we have obviously there's a lot with the specific, specifically with the Hatman, but all of these, like I've like met loads of people who say they've had experiences, none with the Hatman before, um, and he's definitely the most chilling out of the ones from the experience I heard. But he's definitely most chilling, but those people who have said they've experienced sleep paralysis and those kind of things and people being there and then disappearing and it's it I reckon it it could be a thing where if, if one exists they all exist and it makes a lot more sense. Right, and and the that, that that's like the old lady who who described seeing all of the different types of shadow people in her room, right? And the hat man seems to be like the ringleader, let's say, for 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 argument's sake. Right, I think the thing that's really thrown me is that it was while you, while Ben was awake because I was I was going into this thinking it was a thing while you're asleep, which is a completely different ball game because it's like a you're I've had nightmares before I'm sure we all have where it's like you see something yeah, but that's yeah, when your yeah. mind's like off it's not it's it's digging deep but when you're awake it's that's mental to me and Ben mm. um, if I may ask you yeah when you felt that that fear inside you right did you feel like maybe it was feeding on your fear or or building more and more fear the more time you spent with it and like taking that fear to to grow itself maybe i felt like um like i felt like when it was there like i was i don't know like kind of like this doesn't i don't really know how to describe it but like losing myself almost like yeah becoming literally like losing like like my personality and like like i literally felt so blank and like yeah. blanker, blanker and blanker as he was there and it although it was like five seconds it felt like a very long time i just, can imagine that would feel like an eternity yeah like yeah yeah like, kind right, of just I... sucking all the energy and life out of me yeah, I can understand. I do. I do have a. I do have one like really, really serious question. That's like, if you don't want to answer it, we can edit it out, and uh, you don't have to. But what is your opinions on it? Do like, do you think it was your mind playing tricks on you, or do you really believe it happened? Because I can imagine you doubt yourself, but also it must have felt so real. Well, yeah. So um, after it happened, I didn't tell my parents. I did eventually, but not straight away. I just like I ran around my house locking all the doors and shit. And then yeah. I started messaging people and like asking, like, do you know what this is? Like, then researching, and I came across the gin thing that um, Phil said. So I messaged one of my friends um, who's very religious, and they spoke to their mum about it, and their mum said that 
they haven't experienced it, but they've heard of it and that I should pray straight away and that it's like a warning something very bad is going to happen. And, uh, mm. like, I was still really, really terrified at this point. And, like, I think maybe for, like, the next two hours after seeing this, this hat man, I, I started, I don't know, like, even feeling ill, like, just yeah. like, getting, like, a cold and stuff, like, almost straight after it happened. And then as soon as, like, I listened to this woman, like, I was actually like, I'm going to pray because... Like, I'm not religious or anything, but this is scaring the shit out of me. So I just grabbed a Bible that I got given at my old school and I prayed and I literally, I felt so much better. Like literally, like I felt fine. Like my nose cleared up, everything just kind of went back to normal. Wow. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually crazy. All right, Phil, you had a question. Yeah. So I, I, I'm wondering, right. Some people have had interactions that haven't been let's say like violent they've they've just seen these people standing and not interacting with them and then ben you've had this experience where it has interacted with you and caused fear in you and made you feel like ill as you said right so yeah i, I wondered like the jinn themselves there was good jinn and there was bad jinn right like like the ones that were evil would you say yeah. that the one that you saw was like a man malevolent one that wanted to do you harm. Yeah, like it. It couldn't have been a good one. Like it was literally like evil as fuck. Like the vibes it it gave me. Like, so, like it was definitely out there to try and harm you. Yeah, like I almost like yeah, like it was monstrous. Like, like uh, I don't know. Like something out of a horror movie or something, you know? Damn, damn. Yeah. Bro, I've been like getting goosebumps this entire yeah, time. Yeah, Alright, I actually have an experience that I would like to share, which happened to me while I was at my uh, uncle's place in Luxembourg, right? Uh, so the setting was all creepy, of course, because uh, they put a mattress up uh, in like a playroom. With a lot of dolls and shit like that. Oh, I hate dolls. It, it, I hate it dolls was, so much. Yeah, it was already creepy from before. But the thing that creeped me out the most was one time I I woke up by a chill in my back, right? And what I saw to the, um, the it, it, it's usually very dark in the room, but somehow it felt a lot darker than it had been the other nights, even though mm. like. There wasn't any different weather or anything. It just felt a lot darker. And I saw, like, and uh, I, I, will, I will say hallucination because that's what I believe. But my dad was sitting, like, by my bed doing something. And I tried to talk to him, but he didn't answer. He just looked, kept looking, like, straight ahead. I, and then I looked the way that he looked. And I saw, like, a white figure. You know, like the what Grinch the type of thing. Fuck, man. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real, for real. Like a, like a, like a girl in a white dress. Nah, walking... Annabelle. No, Annabelle. And, and she wa she walked towards the wall, and the most cre the most creepy thing was she just started walking up the wall. And what the, the hell? Oh, yeah. hell, man! I'm getting good. What like? Yeah. All right, and the... Spider Man. Yeah, Spider -Man. What, ha what, what happened next was. I looked into the corner and the corner seemed so dark like it was it was nothing it was totally black there was 
absolutely nothing but like an ominous miasma that slowly like filled the room so i just started and i thought my dad was still right next to me right so what i did was i i closed my eyes and i went over and tried to find the light switch when i turned on the lights it was back to normal of course and then i went out i went down into the room and I opened the door to my dad's room, and he was laying there. So I was like, all right, it was just an hallucination. So I went back into my room, right? I laid, I, I turned off the lights. I closed my eyes, like, right before I turned off the lights, because I didn't want it to happen again. But then I opened my eyes after I put down, and my dad was still there. What? Like, no. He, yeah, he, no. Yeah, he, he had. This is an entire four-part movie series here. Yeah, he hadn't disappeared after I turned off the lights. So what I did was I pulled the covers over my head, and I I laid. Yeah, I was like eleven this or something is like that. Up, man. And 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 I was just laying there in like a foster position. And I could, yeah, and I could feel like chills going up and down my back, and it took me like a good half hour to fall asleep. Jesus Christ, man! No, I wait. One one question I do have: um, when the girl walked up the wall, did she like turn ninety degrees and walk up the wall, or did she like use her hands? No, but it it was kind of no. But the thing is, I blinked when she met the wall, and then she suddenly was like standing at the, the side of the wall. So it was like standing on the floor, but sideways. Yeah, basically. So she was at a ninety right, degree angle to the floor. Yeah, basically. Yeah. What the hell? That's that's mad. No. It would have I, I been. Think way, it would have, to be honest, been way more creepy if she actually just crawled up the wall and started crawling on the ceiling. No, if, she, if she like had turned her head like an owl, would no, have no, no, no. Get so in the creepy. bin. Get I into a rocket. Screamed. Go into space. Fly into the sun and <laughs> die. All right, shut up. You know, I'm actually getting scared for my no, life. No, I can't. Now. I can't believe you like went through that. You shut your eyes. That's probably the last thing I'd do. Yeah, but yeah, I would not. I would not break my life. Yo, yo, you, you can wanna, see. You wanna know something funny? Yeah, I actually started like before I met the light switch. I I took my arm to the wall so I could feel where the light switch was, and with and with my right arm, I was just fucking flinging it forward and back, <laughs> <laughs> like frantically trying to knock away anything no. that came to me. See, I thought you were gonna say you tried reaching for your dad. Yeah, and then and, you, and then and then you touched like the no, girl, and then I got no, 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 boy, 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 boy. I no, but I, I actually did try to reach for my dad, but um, no, but no, no, yeah. but uh, no, but the thing is, the further I reached towards him, it it looked like he went further and further away, and then when I pulled my arm back, he came closer and closer again. What the fuck? No, that's oh, the things. I like. I want to have one of these experiences. I don't. No, absolutely not. But watch tonight. Something happened because some fucking like ghost in my room. I know. This is what I'm thinking. I was thinking conspiracy theories. I stare at like a yeah. I stare at like a corner in my room, pretending there's a ghost there. So in case there is, because if there is, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I see you, and I just stare at that wall for like ten minutes. One day it'll work. Right, Josh. 
All right. Just now, <laughs> now, I know there may be some more questions, but we are going to have to move on to the next topic, sadly. Uh, because if not, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what, is your, what is your conspiracy theory, Alex? My conspiracy theory isn't more like a scary one. It's more like a kind of fucked up mindfuck type thing. Which is... Uh, it's nice the, to have a break in yeah, between it's, like, yeah, the horror yeah. and... Yeah. <laughs> the fact that we're, 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 we're... A downstep for us is going from fearing for our lives to questioning existence. Yeah, That's like a right. chill for us, a vacation. Alright, so, um, my conspiracy theory that I wanted to share was, it's called uh, the brain in a jar, or the brain in a vat theory. So, I'm just going to start by reading up a quote which I found, uh, which is um, kind of uh, weird, right? Alright, so, uh, Project Pyro, Specimen 46, Vat 7, Subject Termination Advised. It's... <laughs> That sounds fun. You sound like you're launching a missile. Yeah. All right. But um, that was quoted that we are all aware that the senses can be deceived and the eyes can be fooled. But how can we be sure our senses are not being deceived at any particular time or even all the time? Might I just be a brain in a tank somewhere, tricked all my life into believing in the events of this world by some insane computer? And does my life gain or lose meaning based on my reaction to solipsism? Right, so you're saying that we, as, as, as physical human beings, don't actually exist, right? That only our brain is being stimulated through electric shock, perhaps, to, to feel things mm. and to recreate memories, even though we physically don't exist, right? Yeah, all right. So uh, I, I think, I, I think I, it's... Listen, I can put it into, I can put it into perspective, all right? Uh, let, uh, let's say that P will stand for any belief or claim about the external world. Like, for example, the snow is white. Uh, number one, if I know that P, then I know that I'm not a brain in a vat. Number two, I do not know that I'm not a brain in a vat. Thus, I do not know that P really exists. Yeah, I think what's oh good to be made clear here is that we're not saying specifically that it's just a brain in a jar that any kind of, this isn't like I don't know, we're not saying it could only be a brain in a jar but just any kind of thing where it's like we don't really exist it might not even be a brain yeah, yeah it, exactly. might, it might not be a brain in a jar we might not yeah. even have brain might it be might a be a we, yeah we might like just any kind of thing where reality isn't real and the thing mm. that is not quite a brain in the jar but I think is really interesting is that saying like Elon Musk uh, Bill Gates all of the richest wealthiest smartest people in the world have all said they not specifically the brain the jar one but believe that life isn't real and that it is a simulation and the fact that Skepticism. i think it's, it's hard for the everyday person to comprehend but the fact that so many people like that who are who are so smart would believe that is just mental that it really does give it kind of a and some truth to it and um and i think it's just the the fact that the only thing we can know for sure is the thought in our head. About the only thing we can can uh, know are real are what's, what we're, we're thinking. Because See, people say that, but how do I know someone's not programming my thoughts into my head? So I, I think, think that, I know that, my that would be too complex. 
Yeah, well, no, Josh, I... what about video games, right? Video game characters, they have thoughts, they have speech, right? And they interact with each other. A programmer might be programming what I'm saying right now as I speak. Yeah, but l listen, the thing about the brain and of our theory is we do not know our existence, right? Which basically leads to we do not know how far technological advance has come in yeah. like the world where they actually are controlling our brains. So therefore, you got to be a little bit more open-minded. You got to think that things that aren't possible in today's society might be possible, right? So what if they have like created a world around everyone's brains, like there is a world in each one's brain, and all our thoughts and everything we yeah. say is on impulse, right? Basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, those impulses that we get may be artificially induced and considering it's been like that for our whole lives, basically, it might be that, you know, uh, we just think of it as normal thought and think of it as normal speech. Yeah. But I think, that, I, think I did say this before, but imagine if uh, after you do die, it's just a, you, you, you just, there's like a cloud of smoke. And then it's just an alien going, wow, man, that, that, that's some strong shit. And you're standing over a yeah, box then, uh, as an alien. But, it's like, you're welcome for 20 minutes, is, man. The question is, who made the alien? Well, no. God. Yeah. Who made God? God does next yeah, so that's one thing that, right. That's one of the things that's real with, because for me, like, the conspiracy theories are one thing where it's like, we don't know. Some of them are real. We don't know how much is real. But one thing that is a fact is that there are, there are some things that we know for a fact, like when did time start? Like you can't, you, there is no, no. time no, can't have started because that. there can always you... be something behind. Exactly. But what yeah. I'm saying is w n nothing can actually exist because like what's infinity minus one? It's still infinity, right? Yeah. yeah, well, um, yeah can you well, yes, that? because infinity is, is two, is it, it never, it, it can't stop. So infinity minus one, it's yeah, still but, infinity. Infinity minus anything is infinity. Yeah. But this... time is infinity long. Then, yeah, but if do we even exist? Because it's like yeah, if it never started, how can we get to? How can we move forward? Josh, if if time is infinity long, like who? Like I know Phil is going to answer God, but uh, for someone who is realistic and <laughs> non-religious as I am, uh, <laughs> Shut there, 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 <laughs> there, there has had to be a start. And considering if something had a start, it also has to have an end. Because you can't start then, yeah. something that doesn't stop. The same way that if it hasn't started, then it can't end because it has never started. Right, that's what I'm saying. That, well, that, but what I'm saying is, what, what, so you think there's a start? What I'm saying is, uh, considering the logical possibilities, there has to had no, there there has had to be some kind of beginning if we're talking about the end of but, time. But what what was before the beginning then? Yeah, exactly. There, there, but what, there, what is not so what just a blank screen like this has to have been no, something we, like there, that. That is answer. No, th those are questions that we can't answer because it's, simply because our brains aren't big enough and we do not have. The, uh, all fucking answers in the universe, which we probably never will have, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about the the, the 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 start and stop theory, right? So something has to come to an end, right? With the the the, the universe was created by the Big Bang, right? Uh, as as we have been taught in science, and as many scientists claim, 
Now, at the moment, scientists also have a theory that the universe is shrinking again. So it had an exponential expansion at the beginning, and now it's shrinking. So that could mean, with in line with Alex's theory, that everything that starts has to have an end, that when the universe finally collapses into itself again, it returns to nothing. And I can't answer the question for you, what is nothing? I can't, so... Like, like you said, for example, um, it it comes from nothing, it became something, and is shrinking again and going back to nothing, but it, it would basically... It, it couldn't just have appeared out of nowhere, could it? Something has had to happen for it to appear. That's just that's basic physics. If you don't put energy into something, it can't move, for example. But that's right. in our society. The Big Bang could have formed from an atom being split, causing that explosion, and then throwing particles out. Think, think about it this way, maybe. Maybe we are really, really small. One atom formed the universe, and we're we are really so, small. so tiny. But in our minds, we think we are big and that there's things smaller than us. But compared to, like, the universe, we, we are tiny compared to the universe. We, we, we mean absolutely nothing. Our lives have zero meaning in the billions and billions of years that the universe has been around. But the Big Bang, mm. the only thing that I can really link to a Big Bang would be the splitting of an atom that caused huge, huge explosions, huge releases of energy. Yeah, like, for example, you know, the sun is created by, or if we say something other than splitting, rather we say fusion, for example. Because our sun is, our sun's fuel is basically hydrogen atoms fusing together into helium, right? That creates massive energy yeah. and massive heat, and the heat causes even more uh, fusion, which makes it that fucking big. So a chain reaction. Yeah, basically. 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 Oh, right. Okay. So, so should we like softly move on to mine because it's similar to similar to oh, Alex's, okay. right? Um, and it's the simulation theory. So, is life a game, pretty much, right? And um, if we take The Sims, for example, you're looking down at a screen and you're controlling the people and what they're doing, and you don't know that. They, if you put your mind in their heads, right, they could be thinking they're alive. We don't know that, but they might be thinking they're alive. So and the same could be applied to us, right? That we're Exactly. So we are that Sims character. Someone up there is controlling us, and we have no idea about it. But it's yeah, like, it's if we take space, for example, I know if you go to one end, so small like you can get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller what is there but the same applies for if you get bigger and bigger and bigger um i like everyone says light is this fastest thing right but technically space growing would be the fastest um speed because That's if space even grows because there's three well, things that the universe has stopped growing that it carries on growing or that it's yeah. shrinking right well one one i that it's a good point however one reason why i believe it would be growing is because light bounces back right 
So if it was shrinking, at some point would get light bouncing back off the edge of space. Back. No, but no, but it was black. Yeah, but listen, Headley. Yeah. Yeah, perfect black absorbs all light, which means well, that's... you can't see it. The thing is, if um, if light then, uh, or if the universe shrinks, for example, then no, we won't see it. Th- yeah, but then everything in it will shrink with it. So possibly everyone and everything's getting smaller. Yeah, that could be another theory, but we don't what? notice considering our relative size Never to everything. Considering our relative size to everything will still be the same because we're still shrinking at the same amount of the, like speed. Mm. And then okay, and then so going on with that, you say everything is shrinking, and we wouldn't realize it. Um, a question that I have for listeners and for you lot as well is um, every number can be halved, right? Or yeah. every distance. Every distance could be halved, right? So, when if I go to touch something, when is the point where that distance no longer is being halved or that minus taken down and I can actually touch that object? I actually read about this in a science paper um, published by Yale University, I think. One of their PhD students did this. And he wrote about how there is a layer of atoms between us and whatever we touch. So theoretically Mm. and technically, we are always floating and flying, right? There is always going to be a tiny, tiny layer of something that's between us and this object so yes we might feel it or we think we feel it with our hands but there is still yeah a layer of something between it right but then yeah. what what determines how thick that layer is for example like you might be saying is one atom's uh length width um away but then if that atom is touching the object and we're not, what's in between that? What distance exactly. is that? Like it just gets much so microscopic. Like you get space, which is big um, to us, but then the other scale is atoms and going on from there. Like you can get smaller and smaller and smaller. We just can't see it yet, and you can get I bigger also and bigger like, and bigger. If, but if yeah, you think about probably. also like the gap like atoms, you've got atoms, right? But atoms are what protons and neutrons and then yeah. a gap and then just floating electrons around it. So it's like even if you talk about atoms, even atoms are uh, are gaps. And so when you talk about we're surrounded by atoms, the atoms aren't even touching. So I saw something that was like if you shoot a proton at a wall, and you shoot something as small as a proton at a wall, it would yeah. nine times out of ten it would go through the wall. Because there's like the wall um, while it is a solid for us yeah. once you get yeah, but no it, because once you get to something smaller than atoms there's oh, yeah. Yeah. Atoms it will it, right. yeah, it it, right. so once you get small enough like the walls we're seeing around us are solid but they have tiny holes in them that we can't even see yeah, yeah. Right. and then you go small and what so protons and neutrons are uh, circles, right? Spheres, um, spheres. That's what we've been taught, taught, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you look at it, if you try and clump a load of spheres together, there's gaps in them, isn't there? Because yeah, they, they don't have flat edges. So Josh, you can go even smaller than that. Josh, atoms are 
uh, in theory, 99.9999 unlimited nines percent empty. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, like that, I, when I said nine times out of ten, I meant as a figure yeah, of speech, yeah. as in most of the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, right. it, it is. So what we're seeing in front of us is mostly space. Yeah, yeah, like like just a vacuum. Well, we're seeing the outside of it, aren't we? This is crazy. No, but, My head's like, going wait, but what, mental. Like a, when you look at a wall, a wall Yo, is only zero point zero 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 one percent. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. All right. If you're looking at a wall, a wall is actually only zero point zero 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 one percent of matter. Something. Yeah. And the rest of it is just not there, and it's so crazy that we yeah. see it as a full thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now um, we're gonna wrap this up here. Thank you all for listening, even though this. Um, Episode might have been quite the mindfuck, to be quite fair with you. Uh, Even so, I still hope you all enjoyed this episode, and uh, we're looking forward to making the next one as well. And we'll hope you tune in. We'll hope you tune into that as well. So uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Deep Day podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Enjoy the podcast and more can be found at www.deepdaycast.com. Thanks again and have a great week.